We are back with the Pay to Play podcast, episode 86. It is Super Bowl week. James Edzikowski and Frank Geib back after a two-month hiatus. Uh, we've been busy, but not too busy to come back and give you some locks for the Super Bowl. Uh, your bookmakers are probably scared. They thought, oh, Pay to Play hasn't recorded an episode in a couple months. They, they might, be, might be past them. They might be in hibernation. But nope, we are just students of the game, been studying. Uh, Frank and I have both been busy the last couple of months or so, but now we're, you know, we're recording this February 9th, Wednesday of Super Bowl week. want to get some information out there for you guys before the big weekend, big weekend of eating, big weekend of making picks and winning them. So Frank, uh, what have you been up to the last month? I think you got into the real estate market a little bit uh, to tie in some finance here. Yeah, moving some investments around, uh, purchased a home um, very in the Columbus area uh, and had done a little renovation over the last month, but I'm officially moved in uh, in the in the basement right now. This is my new kind of uh, man cave in a way. Um, but I got my desk down here. So, um, yeah, just been doing a lot of hard work. I know a little bit too much about plumbing for, for what I was hoping to know about plumbing at this point in my life. But uh, uh, excited to, you know, finish up a few more projects this weekend, but excited to get back and, and talk about sports and talk about finance uh, with you, James. And, and, yeah. and I mean, you made a pretty big investment recently, a little, a uh, little swap, a little trade uh, of something physical. What what'd you do? Yeah, the automobile market, the car market. Talk about something that is, um, you know, I guess volatile in its own right with the chip shortage currently. I went ahead and traded in my uh, previously used car and got another used car. Um, so did a little trade in. I had some positive equity in the car that I was paying off a loan in. There we go. Yeah, a little negotiation, and yeah, it seemed to be the right right decision so far. Um, But yeah, been busy with that as well. And so, yeah, both of us making some investments in in some assets, if you will. Yeah, and I mean, we we did execute a beautiful pick miss. It was, I mean, year three of pick miss. We're we're keeping it going. So we, it's not like we're not delivering for the people. So you guys, you know, you got to bear with us. We're gonna we're gonna start getting some more episodes out here in twenty twenty two. Though we promise. Yep. No, I think we took our time off, evaluated, like I said, students of the game. Uh, congrats to Ethan Whitney. I think he took home the Pickness Pickness title, and I don't think we ever congratulated him over the year. So now we have done. Now we have done that. Um, and Frank, I, we did a bunch of different sports across Pickness, but that season's over right now. And there's still a bunch of other sports going on. The Winter Olympics are going on. We don't have time to talk about all of that. We are focusing in on the Super Bowl for this episode. We'll give every sport their due their due time uh, with the other episodes we're doing. But today is Super Bowl. And a little bit of finance talk, I think. You know, we tie those two in together. Uh, we're going to get a couple special guests on here. Uh, as long as they pick up their phones, I think we're going to do a little, you know, something never done before on the Pay to Play pod. Um, and we're going to get some different insights from probably people you've heard from on the show in the past. But uh, we'll save that for later. It's going to be a little surprise segment we're going to do. Uh, but, Frank, I think I want to dive in. You know, this NFL playoffs has been one of the better ones in recent memory. I don't know um, as far, you know, after wildcard weekend, it seemed like every single weekend had some sort of excitement came down to the wire. Um, you know, a couple overtimes. In fact, you know, there's a couple different coin tosses. We were watching uh, one determined a game. One did not. Uh, and the Bengals ousted uh, the Kansas city chiefs after they took down um, the bills and what a lot of people called maybe the super bowl, you know, the chiefs and bills people looked at that game saying, wow, those are probably two of the best teams in the NFL, if not the two best. Next thing you know, the Bengals with a wild comeback earn their stripe. Um, you know, and Zach Taylor is probably the king of Cincinnati for getting them their first playoff win of the text message era. 
Uh, you know, the people said the text message era, there yeah. There's been a text sent about a Bengals playoff win until this season. And next thing you know, Joe Burrow and company are headed um, to the big More days. than a few of them. Yeah, more than a few of them. They won three games so far um, on, on a streak. I mean, you know, I don't know if they're the most talented team. They're probably not the most talented team in the Super Bowl, but um, they they find a way and they they play they play pretty tough. Joe Mixon's a tough running back and Joe Burrow's just ice cold in his veins. And I don't, I don't know, James. I, I mean, it is a Cinderella story. Um, and the Rams have, you know, a team that I, I brought up at the beginning of the season, I think, on the podcast as a, as a team I really liked. And Matt Stafford as a guy that I, I thought would would really make him, you know, a difference in in a better organization like the Rams. And so we get a great game, I hope. Um, I mean, it has been a crazy, looking back, it's just been a crazy playoff. You, like, almost undersold it. Every game has been coming down to the wire. Every game has been close. Um, I've been glued to the TV for, for, for football games. Um, and looking forward, I did not watch the Pro Bowl though. I'll be honest. Did you watch it at all? I took the week. Yeah, I did. I, I'll admit I took the under in the Pro Bowl. Dumb idea. I forgot <laughs> they played two hand touch. Uh, next thing you know, they have 28 points in the first quarter. So, uh, I did turn it off at one point. Um, but it, you know, they, they even made that a little bit more entertaining than years past, but, uh, yeah. Okay. Enough, enough Pro Bowl talk. I'm done. <laughs> So I mean, do you want to? Do we want to go into some predictions and then maybe do some props real quick, or what? What do we want to do? Yeah, I think game? so. Let's I mean, let's outline let's outline the game a little bit first, and then we can uh, dish it to some of our special guests, get their insights and takes. Um, but I think you know, for anyone that doesn't know, the line is set at four. Uh, you talked about the Bengals being a Cinderella story. They are the underdog in this scenario. Obviously, they're getting four points. Um, and given kind of their magical comeback history, I think it's very easy to say, wow, tough to go a team that's been on this, you know, this kind of storyline for the season, right? You know, because even if the Rams go up early, the Bengals seem to claw their way back against anyone. So them getting forced probably really enticing. I, I would assume books are seeing lots of money on the Bengals, even to just win outright with kind of that plus value. I don't have the splits in front of me, but I'm not that worried about it because I feel like those change drastically up until game day. But yeah, it's line set at four and the over under is at 48 and a half. Um, I don't love the spread all that much at four. I personally, I am on uh, the Rams. I, I do. I am that guy fading the Cinderella story. And it's funny because the Bengals are the home team. Uh, you know, I think it switches by year, <laughs> but uh, Rams are playing in their home stadium, SoFi Stadium in LA, second year in a row that that's happened. Um, with the Buccaneers doing it last year, it's the first two times ever, uh, you know, in the Super Bowl era. So, one of our first fun facts from this episode, guys. There's going to be lots of them. There's, yeah, be prepared, brace yourselves. So, <laughs> no, I, I am. I, I know you like Stafford. You, you, you've been on the Rams, uh, high on them all year, like you mentioned. Um, I just think it's funny with all the talent that they have around, and that it's so cliche. I think everyone's also saying that is like. Oh, that Rams front seven is going to be too much for the Bengals offensive line to handle. Uh, there's probably some truth to that, but the Bengals do, and Bengals and Joe Burrow needs to get the credit he deserves. Um, you know, with the lack of pass blocking that he gets, he usually finds a way to extend a few plays here and there. He'll take his fair share of sacks, and the line for sacks in this game is five and a half, uh, and the over is juice. Yeah. It's intriguing. It is intriguing. Um, it might be something I sprinkle. Not sure yet. I I think that is like an overpowering defense. Um, but the Bengals defense in its own right, you know, they've I think they've benefited a little bit more from some turnover plays. Um, 
they've kind of had this bend but don't break mentality it looked like um even when the titans were kind of driving needed a field goal to take them down um early what was that you know wild was that the wild card round no sorry round two divisional when the Bengals played the titans uh Bengals defense gets a little tip drill pick on ryan Tannehill, and burrow gets him into field goal range mcpherson lights out we'll talk kicking kicking and punting props here in a little bit too as far as the special teams go man um yeah so i'm not as high on their defense as i am the rams but kind of seems like a cliche very public take um out of me but i would take the rams minus four if i had to uh but i prefer to take the money line and just lay the juice and you know suck it up if they lose yeah i think i'm gonna take the rams um but with that said I I also I mean what was I gonna say I was gonna say Joe Burrow is really good under pressure so like the D line is kind of everyone's saying that's gonna be the difference but Joe Burrow I think was top three under pressure number one QBR this year so like he can get the ball up quick to his his skilled big receivers uh, you know and even tight end I think Azuma's was gonna play um, and and then Mixon's a power runner and he could he's dynamic out of the backfield catching the ball too uh, P Ryan's a good good backup. So I, I actually think they will be able to move the ball a bit, but I, I am still going to go with the Rams as well. But that's the one thing that scares me is Burrow might be able to honestly just, you know, throw, throw quick and get the pressure kind of, he might control the game. I mean, he's, he's that good. It seems like at this point, so he might be able to control the game still, even with how good the Rams defense is. And, you know, Stafford can make a mistake or two as he's, as he's known to do mm-hmm. at, uh, you know, could turn the game to Cincinnati. They've they've seemed to have that fortune as well. But I, I'm probably sticking with the Rams as well. But I'm I'm super excited. Um, I think I'm watching. I don't know where I'm watching. I think I'm watching at Sean Semler's uh, place. Good guy, good guy, Sean. Yeah, shout out Sean. So uh, I'll probably maybe he listens. Maybe he listens to this and he you know provides you an extra snack for shouting him out like that. Yeah, yeah. So where are you watching? Just at your place? I uh, yeah, I've not thought that through yet. I have an outstanding invitation from Miles McQuinn. Uh, to head over to Chapel Hill, watch it at his spot. But it's hard to ignore a two TV setup for the Super Bowl. Get two different angles on it if you go to the go to the kitchen. I'm, so I, I'm still undetermined at this time. Um, but I will have a lot of food. The other thing I didn't mention in the last two months, boy, have I not eaten well at all. Like I have. Oh no, same. I've been like I've been like a bear moving. Like yeah, like I've, I haven't had a like a finished kitchen. So just yeah. I've just been fast food quick. <laughs> quick casual quick service oh every day all right so we've talked the game itself the over under at 48 and a half you know gun to your head what you, i'm taking the under i am i i think it is more defensive oriented despite over. two powered offenses you're taking over i think i think both offenses thrive when they they play quick uh i don't i mean i don't know the Bengals can sometimes play slow but i think both are really going to thrive trying to play quick and they're going to come out trying to play quick. So um, I like the over. I like the first half over for sure. Okay. I like that as far as the quick start. Um, and I will say this. So I said I'm on the Rams. I'd prefer their money line. There's one bet I locked in as soon as I saw the line come out. And it's more me hoping as a fan. I locked in the Bengals teased to plus 10 and the over 42 and a half. So I locked in basically knowing that if the Bengals go down, they always find a way to, you know, fight back or storm kind of like at least make it interesting and keep it close. I, I just don't, I mean, they got blown out a couple of times this year, cough, cough, the Browns, uh, you know, rock their socks off and they didn't fight back into that one, but I can't think of too many times that they really didn't yeah. compete in the game. So that cool. was my logic there still could easily lose, but 
that was just me kind of hoping that we get a good Super Bowl. And I think, um, you know, teasing to that side made sense. So, yeah, I my projected score is 34 to 20 Rams. Um, so okay. I would I, I project the over would hit, but uh, your your yeah, teaser would okay. not. Yeah, hey, I'd be thrilled to lose that because I'm gonna have more. Like, you know, I'm gonna have more on the Rams, but I'm sure you. That that exact score is plus eleven thousand, folks. Just so we know. <laughs> of course it is. Of course it is. All right, let's talk a couple more props, and then we'll get some people on here. Um, yeah, just give me your favorite prop right away. Um, I'll give okay, you the opening kickoff. The opening kickoff. I need to give credit where it's due on uh, the stats here, but the opening kickoff in the last twenty-eight Super Bowls, twenty-six of them have been returned. Um, so the 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 prop is, is there going to be a touchback on the opening kickoff? And people always assume yes. You know, yes is always favored because the NFL these days with the current rules, uh, you see touchbacks on more than half of kickoffs. However, that's not been true in the Super Bowl. And, you know, to be fair, they didn't have those rule changes in several Super Bowls, you know, back in like, I think it was like 2012 or 2016 that they made the official change. Yeah. Um, so, like, yes, I'm using some historical data, and the rules have changed since then, moving the ball up the extra five yards. Um, but uh, with that said. Yeah, with that said, um, the Bengals and the Rams both return kicks about, you know, in the 45% range, um, which so it's above league average. And I think <laughs> Matt, Gay and, uh, and Matt Gay and Evan McPherson – both have, I guess, on the shorter side of average kick distance. I believe it's like 62 yards or so for each of them. And, and I don't know. I think it's something about the Super Bowl where teams just say, hey, we want a spark. See if you can bring it out past the 25. Like, there's something about opening a game, making a statement with that, that feels like teams are willing to do that. Very long-winded story there. Um, but essentially, yeah, the, the no is underdog money. It's like plus 105, I think, in some areas, plus 110 others. Um I think just saying no, you know, you get a little rush at the start of the game that way. And I personally, I hate betting the coin toss because the juice on that's stupid when it is truly a 50-50 thing. Um, in this case, this is an early one that you can jump at with some statistics to back it up, uh, saying no touchback and there's going to be a return of some sort. I like that bet. I like it a lot, James. Um, what about you? What's your what's at the top of your mind? I don't have as much data to back my bet. Um but I'm going with over two and a half players to have a passing attempt. Um, it's plus 150. A lot of that, a lot of, I like the plus value. And I mean, so th the options here are you have either a receiver make another, like a double pass. You have either like a pitch pass, double pass, you know. So either a receiver throws one on the trick play, which I think both coaches are willing to put that out there. You know, it's a Super Bowl. You can't hold anything back. So, you know, trick plays might be might be in the cards some, somewhere in the game, uh, I would suspect. Or, you know, if you have a quick injury um, to Stafford, I don't know. If, I mean, Stafford and Burrow are both both tough guys. So that, that is a little scary. I don't know if they'll be coming out of the game regardless of how hurt they are. But uh, that's the other way you could get another guy to get a throw. So we'll see. But I like the plus 150 value as like a fun little thing to cheer for as a is cheering for a trick play. Yeah, anytime there's a reverse, you're probably up out of your seat saying, hey, yeah, come like, on. Throw it, throw it. Like, even yeah. just throw it away, like, if you're going to get tackled, you know? Yeah. Behind the line of scrimmage. So I'm doing a quick look into this. Uh, the Bengals on the season have had Burrow for all 16 games. Brandon Allen has entered in six of them. 
And Tyler Boyd threw one pass in the regular season for a gain of 46. So Boyd has done it. Um, Odell's done it. Odell's done it for the Rams. They have the threats there that are willing to make those throws. Yeah, Odell, I mean, both teams have only done it once, though. But both of them completed 40-yard passes. So, Why not do it again? It's worked. Sure. Okay. You know, I, it, <laughs> that's a fun one. All right, let's talk um, back to – I know I was just talking kind of special teams a little bit with McPherson and um, Matt Gay, but I like over three-and-a-half field goals as well. Um, I think both these teams – and you talked about the first half over. Both these teams like taking the points if, they, if they're able to. Um, as dicey as Sean McVay and Zach Taylor, I guess, being – you know, I hate the word disciple uh, as of a coach, but I guess, like, you know – of that philosophy that these guys are running the new new age offenses, I think they both are on the, or at least McVay seems to be on the more conservative side sometimes uh, and will take the points. And you've seen the Bengals, McPherson is trying to break Adam Vinatieri's record for most field goals in a postseason. I believe he was on the Pat McAfee show and he was like, you know, talking about the record itself and that he wants to break it. He's like wary of it. So any chance he can get out there. I mean, that kid has some stones coming out of Florida as a rookie being a draft pick, you often see so many times people get drafted as kickers and they come out and they kind of flop a little bit. Not been the case with McPherson. So I like over three and a half field goals. And I also like over six and a half punts. That goes in, in my, along with my Ooh. underplay. Um, I, I think that... I like that as a hedge of my over. In a way, because it doesn't necessarily mean um, you're out of it. Like the, no, not at all. Because Seven the punts, punts, you know, wow. you can get... The, the biggest factor on um the over under is you know what happens on third down is it an incomplete pass or do you get stopped short on the sticks and that clock bleeds off i think both these teams are going to be throwing the ball a lot in this game i just think we're going to see some more incompletions uh you know third down and there's going to be pressure from both those defenses so six months it's it's juiced up a little bit i think like minus 135 minus 140 um if it's seven and a half gets a little dicier uh, you'll probably get better value on it but Seven and a half seems a little high. All I know is the I'm thinking back to the one Bengals Titans game, which was low scoring, of course. But I they literally hit that in the first half, and it was silly. They hit like eight punts in the first half. Um, <laughs> but we'll see. You know, time will tell. All right, yeah. one more round for you. What, what else you got? Oh man, should I tell you my Joel Embiid correlated it bet with the game? I don't think oh. that people want to hear that. I think that's one you just keep to yourself. What do you think on the national anthem this year? Any thoughts there? Who's, who's, I don't even know who's singing it. I, I, you know what a bet I have, though, is Jalen Ramsey over four and a half tackles. He hasn't done it recently, but it's plus 160. Um, he's one of the best players on the field, uh, and I don't think Joe Burrow is going to be afraid to attack him, though. Uh, and I think the Bengals are going to throw a lot, actually, this game. They, they ran the ball a lot last week, but I, th- I think they got to throw – against this front to have any success. Okay. Respect. So um, Jalen Ramsey's going to get tackles on some short completions. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. So, um, should we, should we start the, the new segment that we're going to do or this? Yeah. yeah let's, I guess it's not a new segment, but it is, it is. Yeah. It's something. Let me finish the national anthem talk just cause. Okay, people yeah. Go for it. Um, and this, I'm going to quote from the score. Um, the score, if you're not familiar with the app slash website, they do some good work in, in terms of writing. Um, and they talk about the history of the Super Bowl anthem. The, the opening total was a minute 35, which was the lowest betting total since the over-under prop started in 2007. 
or is, you know one, one second higher than that so it's historically low early money has pushed that um total up to a minute 40 but it's still pretty still pretty low comparatively because the time has hit a minute 35 every year since 2012 when kelly clarkson sang it so it's like it's been closer to two minutes each and every time last year's two minutes 17 seconds with eric church and jasmine sullivan so a lot of people are saying hey history has uh said the over but uh, i don't know if you've seen it. yeah i don't think you have but uh shout out lenny soder in a group chat sent over a TikTok that this guy was harping on the over saying oh my gosh you know this this singer mickey guyton country singer who i don't really know too much but uh, apparently she's earned the title of Quickie Mickey as far as the way she does the national anthem. So I, I, uh, I think that's why the total is set so low. Um, and I'm, I'm looking right now, the, the shortest time ever was Billy Joel back in 2007. He did it in a minute 30. Um, so that's another wow. fun fact. We're throwing fun facts out at you all, all over. <laughs> but yeah, Mickey Guyton, um, we'll see. I might, might do a little more research on that in the coming days, but I kind of like the under. Um, the under has hit 2016 through 2020. Last year is the first over in a little while. So, okay. I mean, I don't know. If, I feel like Mickey probably doesn't like that nickname, so she might elongate the uh, the song this time to uh, closer to two minutes. Fair enough. Okay. I, I like the over. I mean, I like the historical thought. Um, I don't. I mean, how many? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe we got to look up some YouTube videos of her. You yeah. know, I, th I think you can find some sometimes. Yeah. So a year she's ago, done it before. A year ago, she performed the anthem at the National Memorial Day concert in DC. Um, clocked in at a minute twenty-five. Wow. Um, so, but you know, that's it's a different atmosphere. You get you get inside SoFi Stadium there. The the adrenaline pumps you up. You drag out a couple notes. Um, I totally man. agree. I I, mean, I would sing it in three minutes if if it was me singing. <laughs> Pay it all the respect you can. <laughs> exactly. And and get everyone crying, teary-eyed. Okay. All right. Time to get some guests in here. Um, and Frank, I think I can't, I, you know, this is kind of something on the fly. We said, oh, we're not going to have one guest, but we're going to call up a couple different people, see if they've got uh, some. Yeah, see see what people are up to. Yeah, see what people are up to. You know, it's, it's 11 o'clock as we're recording this. So, you know, we might be infringing on some bedtimes here. And I may or may not have promised them that we'd talk to them uh, a little sooner than we did, but nevertheless, here we are. Um, <laughs> so see we get first. I don't know if you're able to hear the phone ringing right now, but sounds like we have an answer. Uh, we have one Kevin Wojtke. He's been on the Pay to Play podcast a number of times, recurring guest Kevin. Uh, good evening to you. Uh, it's eleven o'clock local time uh, for me, and you look—you're dressed up pretty nice right now. What, what's up with you? Frank, thanks for having me on again. Um, so I went right from work to the Cavs game, and then right from Cavs game uh, to Fortnite. So it's been a full, full day. Um, yeah, I uh, no complaints. A wholesome day at that. You got caught a good Cavs victory, uh, and then. You know, you get bugged by us, the first pay-to-play episode of 2022. I mean, yeah, I, I'm excited to be here. All I know is the East runs through Cleveland when it comes to basketball. Love to hear it. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, just happy to be here. How are we doing today? We're great, Frank. I'll let you kind of kick off the Super Bowl talk with Kevin. Um, 
Yeah, KWOD, I think you've played with a few few players in this game. I, I could be wrong on that, but um, on, maybe on both sides, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but the question, I guess, is, you know, what is your prediction? We're just, what is your take on the game? What do you think is going to happen? Do you think uh, Burrow can get it done for the Bengals and be the Cinderella story? Or, or do you think uh, Matt Stafford finally finds glory? So uh, I've been kind of going back and forth with this. Uh, I think that if I was to place a bet on anything, it would be on the over of total sacks because I think both these defensive lines are just going to eviscerate the offensive line on each respective team. Uh, I'm interested to see how it turns out. The Bengals' defense needs to play as well as they have the last few weeks. Um, and Matt Stafford needs to not have the doy-doy plays. And honestly, if it comes down to that, where it's Joe Burrow versus Matt Stafford and the defenses are both playing great, I'm, I'm going to have to give it to Joe. Uh, it'll be a close game. Um, I just hope that the Cincinnati Bengals didn't celebrate too early. I don't think that they're, uh, I don't think the players did, but I'm pretty sure the fans are already celebrating their second stack Super Bowl at this point. So it'll just be interesting to see how it pans out. Are you, are you basically adding Megan Grohl right, right then and there like that? That's sheesh. Megan Grohl, Harley Staggy. I mean, respect, respect to the people that have been Cincinnati fans for a while because there's a bunch of people that come out of the woodwork that, fans of the Steelers or the Titans or wherever the hell they were living and now they're Bengals fans again. Uh, crazy. It's amazing how that works. But, uh, you know, shout out to Car- Carly Snaggy, Denver, Denver girl. She was at a good portion of the uh, playoff game, so crap to her. Definitely adding certain people to that. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> Fantastic. Love it, Kevin. All right, we've got couple trivia questions for you here uh super bowl related trivia we're just gonna see how how you go on the fly um so ready or not here we come yeah we're gonna ask everyone this kevin so you're you're the first one going yeah you're lucky number one all right number one besides the browns there are three nfl franchises three active nfl franchises that have never made it to a super bowl can you name those three teams Yep. I want to say the Titans. Uh, that, that, actually, maybe not. Is it kind of like older franchises or just like current teams? That's a bad question. Um, so, like, if, you know, let's. We'll, every team. Yeah, let's go ahead and tell you you're wrong on the Titans. Titans went. They, they went in 2000. Browns, Texans. Yep. Bingo. One more. The last team I can think of is not the Cardinals, not the Raiders, not the... I don't even know. That's actually a great question. I don't know the the Lions, maybe? When Bing... I mean, I I would... Good job, Kevin. I just... I was trying to make, like, a bell sound, and I just screwed up. But, yeah, you got it. You got all three. Wow. Lucky guesses. All right, all right, moving on, moving on. Good job, Kev. Um, this is this one's tough. This one's tough to get out there, but in the last ten Super Bowls, we've either had Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, or Patrick Mahomes as a starting quarterback in one of, in, on one of the teams. 
Um, the Super Bowl before that was 2011. Who who were the teams in 2011 Super Bowl? Uh, but like, and who won the game? Who were the quarterbacks too? If you know, 2011 would have been Joe Flacco with the Ravens versus Colin Kaepernick and the 49ers with Joe Flacco winning. When was that, Sage? Well, that's a good question. I don't think that's our answer. Uh, that, I don't think that's the right answer, but damn, like that, you were very confident there. Like you got me guessing. Is that more, is that more recent? Yeah. Are we wrong on our trivia? That would be embarrassing. That'd be, we would have to. All right. We got to, we got to go to the interwebs, folks. We'll, we'll oh, I, this out. I think he's a hundred percent right. Do we miss a season there? Yeah. Super Bowl XLVII in 2013. Joe oh, we missed, we missed it. We missed it. I think you missed it. You're the one that read that. I all. missed it. <laughs> I messed that all up. All right. All right, KY, you win. You, you, start, you literally you just stumped us. Yes. We, <laughs> we were thinking, all right. No, we were thinking Aaron Rodgers over Roethlisberger in 2011. Um, so, got to go back. We need some fact-checking, but you were spot on. Colin Kaepernick led a team to the Super Bowl. Flacco ousted him for MVP. Um incredible stuff there by you kevin you are two for two flacco went on a tear um all right kevin we still have two more questions though who was the last defensive player to win a super bowl mvp mvp malcolm smith for the seahawks is the last one i can remember someone was a little bit more recent that's a good guess though he he did win it but he was the second last one 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 more recent Not the Patriots. Is it? No, Peyton Manning won it when Von Miller won it. Um, oh. Uh, you, yep, Von Miller. Peyton Manning played like poop in that game. He did not win. That's right. That was the year he was horrible. Yeah, I was about to give you a little hint that uh, it was my buddy Cam Newton couldn't didn't dive on the fumble because wow. Von Miller was rocking his socks off. You think Von Miller has a chance at being a two-time MVP? Actually, that's actually a good point. I was going to say Von Miller's going to have a game because they're going to try and double-team Aaron Donald. There you go. All right. All right, Sag, ask him our last question. All right. Last question for you, Kevin. Who, you know, Bill Belichick leads the way with six, and I turn the camera to, to look at you for this question. Which coach has the second most Super Bowl victories? Um, and I'll give you a hint. They had four. They're no longer an active head coach. They you know? had. Yeah, you gave him that hint. Jimmy Johnson. Did he have four? I know he had two. Um, that might be my guess, other than. No, not Cower. No, maybe Cower. No. The only other one would be this Lombardi. It's the only other guess I could give other than Jimmy Johnson. I'm going to answer Jimmy Johnson. You're wrong. Yeah, respect, respectable guess. Good good thought process there. Jimmy Johnson had two. Um, and Cower, I think, also had two. Cower, I think, had one. One, and then Tomlin got the other? Yeah. Okay. Who was it? It was a Steelers coach. It was Chuck Knoll. Uh, none other than Bob Khalil's uncle. Is that is, is great uncle? Uncle? Something like that? Yeah. Yeah. Side, uh, 
uncles. They were Super Bowl champions. The Lush's uncle is uh, Really? There you go. And yeah. then uh, the Mraz family has ties to the Shulas. How about that? Football was born in Northern Ohio, guys. Come on. I know. All right, Kevin. Well, you just killed the trivia. Besides, you know, a really strong number one and number two. Um, and basically, you're sniffing on three and four was a tough one. So you did very well for yourself on that regard. He, he gets three out of four and he wins a tiebreaker because he stumped us. So, yeah, honestly. So if anyone else can get three out of four, which I kind of doubt, um, I don't know. I think you're going to be the winner, Kev. That was pretty impressive. We'll see. I think I think we got Dennis Grossell. Potentially, if he answers his phone next, he's going to pit up against you, former. Yeah, Kev, we can let you go. Any any final takes you have on the game or anything you wanna you wanna let the people hear about? What's going on in your life? I mean, any anything you just want to shout out? guys after all those trivia questions um i like to ask you guys a question back do this with most of the interviews i do you know respect yes. a lot of interviews um what animal what is the largest animal you think you could kill with your bare hands god yeah no weaponry whatsoever sheesh oh. um man and there's so many animals that like i could but i wouldn't want to do that to them like you know, it's, it's a tough question it's a life or death situation. I think the biggest animal I can take down is a deer. It's you think a, you could? Wow. Female deer? Without yeah. antlers? Um, That's a good one. I'm thinking like a... I'm trying to think bigger. And I'm thinking like maybe a giraffe. Snap its neck. I don't know. If, if, if Frank guy took out a giraffe, that would be... I'd pay endless amounts of money to watch that battle. Yeah, I think I'd die. I don't think I'd win that fight. Um, I gotta give you something. I'm trying something to you, something like, you just gotta be more nimble then though. Like zebras can't be that fast, can they? They're like a horse. That's the th they're like a horse, but are they as fast as a horse is the question. Like I don't they know. They gotta try to run from lions and whatnot, I think. So probably. Okay. Yeah, probably not a zebra then. Um maybe like I don't know. I'm thinking like it's it would probably be pretty small for me, Kevin. I haven't hit the gym in a little while. I it probably something I could step on, honestly, like some sort of amphibian or reptile that I could just step on. Like that's probably all I could do. Yeah, but there's I'd rather well, you know how about koalas? I just, I just this is I, I don't love this question, KY. Come on. You're talking about killing animals. I was asked I was asked to ask this question, so I felt felt compelled. Um, uh, yeah, shout out to you guys. Always great being on the pod. Appreciate it. Uh, I will talk to you guys later. Yep. Yeah, always good to have you. Always good to have you, Kev. We appreciate it, man. Go appreciate it. We got to catch up soon. Yep. Go get a victory royale before bed, um, and then yep. we'll, we'll we'll have some beers together soon. Take it Perfect. easy. All right, folks. That was Kevin's takes. Wow. I mean. Always a treat. Always a treat. Yeah, I can't. He was pretty good in trivia. I mean, we, we, I totally missed the Flacco. I mean, what a game, too. Flacco versus Kaepernick. How do you forget that? Um, but KWOD helped us out. And uh, yeah, we're going to get someone else on next. But KWOD was great. He liked the Bengals, actually. He went against us.
He did. He echoed my sax take though, which I think it, it almost scares me that some people are thinking that. But like yeah. to that end, he's an offensive lineman. He gets it. He sees what some of those defensive linemen are made of, and that almost makes me feel a little more confident in a way. Um, just taking a, a little second to debrief. Um, we're gonna see if we get anyone else. I think. All right, we might get uh, Josh Barsa. People, people might remember him from an episode, couple. Um, I don't know how many months ago that was, but yeah, we did one back in the fall with baseball and him. Um, I think we get him on here for a little bit. You know, maybe, you know, he likes to talk and he has a lot to say, but we'll try and keep a brief. Uh, we're trying to keep this episode under 45 minutes. So he'll be back as a recurring guest. Josh Barso, welcome to the pay to play podcast uh, back for your second appearance. We're here talking Super Bowl. It's myself and Frank. I'll show you. Um, the uh, webcam here as well. We're gonna have some questions for you. And uh, first of all, how are you doing tonight? You look you look ecstatic. Uh, you know, it's been a long day of work. Uh, but you know what? It's uh, worth it to be on with you, boys. Frank, how you doing, man? Oh, I'm doing good, Josh. Doing good now that I'm talking to you. Uh, it's great to have you back. I mean, it was a great episode. You know, last time we we were on on together. So I'm looking forward to hearing hearing your insights tonight. You know, it's funny because. When the first time I came on, my mother then became an instant fan of the podcast. So now I have to let her know that the next episode she will have to listen to. So you just gained an extra viewer uh, from my mother because of this. Huge. I think I think we just hit double digits with that uh, promise. Listen, Josh. So we we appreciate that. Um, and I'm trying to do trying to do the math and remember you might have been on like eighty episode eighty or eighty one. Um, and. Yeah, here we are at episode 86. We slowed down a little bit, but we're back with hard-hitting action for uh, our locks. So uh, for the Super Bowl, I, I should say. So we want to get your thoughts initially on the Super Bowl, and then we've got a couple of questions for you. Uh, yeah. You have to pick a side, gun to your head. Who you take? Uh, gun to my head. I, as much as I want to go with Ohio, you got to go with the Rams. Um, Cincinnati's offensive line is their weakest point of the roster. And Aaron Donald is just going to eat that up. If you've got sack props on Aaron Donald, you hammer the over like there's no tomorrow. Um, but don't get me wrong that, you know, Bengals have a really good offense, but Joe Burrow can't be scrambling in the pocket right there. So, you know, I just think the Rams have slight bit advantage right now going into this for Sunday. All right. Hey, I, I hear you. Aaron Donald, I believe, at least I've seen on one book, he was about minus 200 to record a sack in the game. So you're paying $2 for every one you win on him to record a sack, but I think that speaks to the level of dominance, and he truly is one of the best players in the NFL, if not at the top. So I, I you know, I, I respect that. And Frank and I are both, we gave our takes on the Rams as well earlier. Um, so yeah, we we align with that. So now we've got some trivia for you, Josh, a little Super Bowl trivia. Well, Josh, do you have any, like, favorite prop or any other, like, favorite best bet um, on the game? I'm just curious. Tell you what, it's it's like Christmas when I'm looking at these props for Super Bowl because I could probably throw so much money on this. But I did throw uh, a couple in. Um, I do have the Gatorade color being blue. Um, okay. In my book, I got it plus two ninety five. Okay. That's my favorite. I was a little biased on that one. Um, and also um, doing some research on this yesterday. Actually, um, I believe last time I looked the line for the National Anthem was about like 90 seconds. Um, I took the 
under on that because whoever is singing it has been known to I think the last two times they sung it, they hit 76 and 84 seconds, respectively. Uh, so I love me a good national anthem prop. And you know some guy, Yahoo's going to be standing out the stadium on Saturday, timing it up until the fireworks end. But I'm very confident on the under on that one. <laughs> Josh, I love this because we, you know, we didn't give you much context before calling you. And you didn't hear the episode that we've recorded up to this point. But I gave a little rundown on the uh, timing. And Mickey Guyton, Quickie Mickey, yep, 84 seconds. They're calling her Quickie Mickey. Yeah, 85 seconds. Some guy on TikTok, I think, blew up with his analysis on it. Um, but I'm also on the under there. So nice, nicely done. All right. All right, Josh. Now we're doing some trivia. It's some Super Bowl trivia for you. We just asked K-Wad. He got three out of four correct. Um, they're going to be tough, though. We'll see what you can do. Um, and starting with question one, James, you want to ask him? Yeah, I got question one here for you, Josh. There's been four teams that have never made it to a Super Bowl, four active teams, I should say. Um, and the Browns are one of them. Who are the other three teams that have never made it to a Super Bowl? There is partial credit, so. Yep. Run through your list, Google. <laughs> I'm gonna, I, I think I got to say one of them's got to be Houston Texans. Yep. There's one. There you go. One out of three. History into them, um, but I do recall Houston has not made one. Correct. Two more to go. Vikings as well, but I'm not sure about that one. I'm going to go to the head Vikings too. Let us think again. <laughs> I hope that gun wasn't loaded. <laughs> All right. He, does he get one more guess? Yeah. Well, you can keep going because there's technically two more teams. Or, yeah. Yeah, one more guess. But so if, he, can see if, he gets, if he gets this guess right, he gets one more guess again. Yeah, that's fair. You know what? Something's leaning me toward that sad sack of shit New York Jets. And, 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 All right. All right. You start with a point three out of one. On, on question one there. Um, Teams you're missing, Detroit and um, Jacksonville. It's two dumpster fires. <laughs> yeah, that would have been the hint. They're, they're both bad now, too. Um, but, okay, moving right along, Frank, question two. All right, you got it. I got it, all right. So, <laughs> yeah, this is a little, it's a little nuanced, but in the last several years, um, there's been Mahomes, Brady, or Manning in every Super Bowl. This is a year that that streak is breaking. So back in 2013, uh, featured two quarterbacks that were not any of those people. Who were they? What were the teams? Who won the Super Bowl? 2013. The Seahawks were the NFC representative. I believe that was Billy Nelson. Oh. Go with your gut. Go with your gut. Baltimore and it was Flacco. And I think that was Rock Russell one. So close. 
so close. He had a good effort. We'll give him. I think we give him a half point, maybe or like point yeah. three. Yeah, more three partial three coming in. his way. Ravens with Joe Flacco beat the 49ers with Colin Kaepernick. That was the game. The lights went out, wasn't it? Yep. Harbaugh versus Harbaugh, I believe. Correct. Um. All right, but we'll, we'll give him partial credit. We'll give him partial credit. You got the Ravens. All right, um, moving right along. How you, how you got a degree and into the working world? We're all wondering. <laughs> all right, credit. all right, Zach. Question three for him. Uh, last defensive player to win a Super Bowl MVP. And all right, let's see what that second guess would have been. I was at James Harrison. He did the 106 yard return against the Cardinals. Wow. Years ago. Yeah, also incorrect, but that was an amazing play. Was that so? That was the game. Did Santonio Holmes win that MVP? Am I, right? I don't know. Yeah, or Big Ben. I don't know. Yeah, somehow Holmes uh, chews. But. Yep. Yeah. The most recent was Von Miller in Denver. Um, was that 2010? 2015 against the Panthers. 2015. Yeah, that was a lot more sooner. Okay. I was a freshman in college. 20, young, 2016 naive. then. Okay, yeah, 20, yeah, it was the 2015 season ended in 2016. Young, naive freshman in college wearing a Cam Newton jersey out at the bar, bloody from the night before. Yeah, it was a story for me. Von Not Miller was, was, yeah, it was insane that game, though. All right. Josh, last question. Bill Belichick is the active uh, active leader in terms of Super Bowl victories. He's got six rings. Uh, which coach all time is in second? Uh, and hint, he's not an active coach, um, but he, he had four, four Super Bowls. You said he's not active, correct? Correct. I'm going to go with Andrew Cormos' boy, Mike Ditka. <laughs> Mike Ditka. Um, not not correct. <laughs> it was Chuck Knoll for Pittsburgh. You were thinking Bill Cowher too. It was yeah, it was the other Steelers coach Chuck Knoll. Uh, backdates a little bit, but he had four of them. Oh man, good stuff, Josh. You know, not not your proudest moment in trivia, but you gave it a hearty effort, and for that we appreciate you on short notice after a long day of work. Uh, you out there with the baseball kids, uh, you know. Educating the youth of America, coaching them up. Yeah, I appreciate you know it's football. It's not my first sport, as everyone knows. You know, baseball is the bread and butter. I, I do appreciate trying to work the brain at this late uh, eleven o'clock hour. Fantastic stuff, Josh. As always, uh, I have to play you in Madden here in a little bit. If you're still awake, uh, we're going to wrap up this episode, and I'll be on in fifteen. <laughs> I have to wait here. Careful, because I'm about to take the edibles too soon. Okay. Oops. <laughs> All right, hopefully I don't have to edit that out. Good stuff. Well, he, he's in a legal state probably, right? Yeah, yeah right. Sure. Yep. I don't know where he lives. Yep. Okay. Thanks, Josh. Colorado, if anyone's asking. <laughs> you betcha. We'll have you on after the lockout ends for baseball. Your, your true strong suit. And the stigma, Zaj. All righty. Peace out. All right. Next up, um, I think we, we got one more guest, Frank. Is that right? Uh, yeah, are you trying to get one more on? Yeah, I think we'll I think we'll have uh you know, KWAD used to protect his blind side. Let's see if he answers. 
Dennis Grossell. We had him back on. Uh, here's a here's a fun trivia. Who's the only coach to win a Super Bowl and be elected to the Pro Football Hall of Fame as a player? Wow, that one's got me. Sheesh, uh, who could that be? There's been two that have lost that. But there's only been one that's won. Because I'm trying to think in terms of active coaches right now that were even players, and there's not a ton that come to mind. Like, I guess not an active, you, not an active coach. Yeah, won Ray the Super Bowl. Bowl in 1986. 86. Yeah, 1986 Super Bowl. I don't know if that would help. Like, that's the year. Because the, the, the Bears won in '85, right? That was Dicka. That's the Bears, right? So that's the '85 Bears. 86. The year after. Ditka. No, it's Ditka. It is Ditka? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. All right. Yeah, the dude Josh just mentioned. Unbelievable. That's why I asked him. Yeah, Yeah. well done. Okay. Mike Ditka, kicking and screaming. uh, I watched watched that again this week. Always always a great movie to put on at any time. Always a treat. All right. We're going to make this episode. You know, we were trying to get this done in a half hour or so, but with these fun interviews, we are going to be up close to an hour. Well, people can stop listening if they want, or they, or, can keep, or they can keep listening, you know? They, or they can keep listening. We got one more caller coming in. Here we go. What was the score of the first Super Bowl, Sachin? Oh, it was a, the Packers won. Packers beat the Chiefs in L.A. FaceTime unavailable out of Dennis Grossell despite a text two minutes ago. Oh, man. Sheesh. All right, maybe we do on the episode. Give him a second to call back. Otherwise, we wrap her up. All right. I mean, it is 1130 almost now. Yeah, got to give people credit where it's due. Or... Sipping on the midnight oil. Burning the midnight oil. I That's the phrase. Um... There's, there's not been very many repeat scores in the Super Bowl. Like, I'm trying to find one. What was the final score of the Super Bowl one? I guess I didn't know. 30, 35-10. Okay. Wow, okay. Dude, are they all score gummies? That would be amazing, right? Like for Super for the Super Bowl, there's never been a repeat score. I'm like trying I'm looking at all of them and it's tough to really tell because I have to scroll down the list. But man, that'd be an interesting fact. All right. Are we ending the episodes? I'm sorry for wasting people's time no you're not wasting anyone's time we gotta, um, we, is that the is that the cow that's the cow it's the two minute <laughs> drill. yeah we've got some market we've got a little bit of market talk for the two minute drill here um and frank the markets i think in the year 2022 are showing yeah i said volatility earlier it sounds boring to repeat it uh but with inflation and the threat of the feds increasing um the, you know the interest rate the we've seen a tech sell off i mean we've seen some strong some strong sell offs um things are bouncing back a little yeah so it's definitely i guess that's why you throw the word volatile cuz it's starting to bounce back again mhm but yeah i mean it's been an exciting market i feel like in 2022 but what's i don't know my outlook is that like the the issues are because we still have strong demand you know like our supply chain issues are demand driven more so i think right Yep, um, but hold that thought. We're getting a FaceTime video back. Oh, oh, my God. Sneak interview. Unbelievable stuff. I'm going to accept this. 
And Dennis, good evening. Good evening. Welcome to the Pay to Play Pay to Play podcast. You're back again. I'm back. It's good to have good to be back. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah, on short notice, we appreciate it. You know, we're we're sitting over here. Uh, it's been a little while. You've since graduated and left Boston College. Is that correct? Uh, you know, last time you were on, you were a student athlete. Now you are just you know a student of life, right? Is that correct? I'm currently a student of life, looking to you know pursue the next chapter of life, and it's it's cool, and it's scary, and it's a it's an exciting kind of element we're in right now. But thanks for having me. Yeah, it's been a while since I've been on, and a lot has happened. A lot has happened, and we can talk all types of football with you, but you know anytime. But we're going to talk Super Bowl tonight. We've we've been asking a couple people uh, some some Super Bowl trivia, you know, overall thoughts on the game. Kevin Whitekey is the trivia leader, so you're going to have to see if you can knock him off. Uh, when, when we get into that, well, we'll see. You'll be the judge of that here shortly. Um, so let's go ahead and, you know, we have, we have our fair amount of catching up to do, and we got to talk about my sacco punishment later too, but first things, first things first, um, we've got the Bengals uh, plus four against the Rams. Uh, do you, do, who do you think win in this game, the Rams, or do you, trust the Joe Burrow Cinderella story you know it's easy to trust the Joe Burrow Cinderella story and plus four and a half is not the crap line I mean there's there's two kind of narratives to it it was like Rams kind of go out and just crap out of them and by nine but then there's the where the Bengals will win by two I'm, I'm gonna take the Rams I'm gonna take like the preparation of the Rams coaching staff and just the Consistency of the Rams, and I know that goes against America's narrative, but I, I think I just—it's a comfortable pick. And if I were a betting man, which I'm not, I'd probably go the Bengals just to cheer for the Bengals. But you know, it, it's hard to go for that. Hey, respect where it's due. I think there's something to be said about that. Like McVeigh only putting up the three points that they did in the Super Bowl a couple of years back. Like I literally don't think he's gotten over five hours of sleep a night since then. He seems like that kind of football freak. Like he's—he's he's so close he can taste it now, and I think that. That having been there before could be a factor. So, uh, I, Frank and I are both on the Rams with you. So, but it, but it'd be a lot of fun to put a ton of money on the Bengals and kind of pull form hard and see a victory. I mean, uh, I know, you know, being from Ohio, we see the kind of the, the secondhand, secondhand smoke of all that's going on. But that, I don't know. yeah, that, that's true. But people forget Joe Burrow has never been on the Pay to Play podcast. You know, if he had, maybe we'd pull for him like we pulled for you. You're uh, right. So the, that is true. Heisman, and I'm, you know, looking back, I don't think I won a national championship either. So, darn, you, that you didn't sneak one in there. No, I... <laughs> oh, good stuff, Dennis. All right, so no, good analysis. We like that. Um, are we ready for trivia, Frank? Yeah, let's let's do trivia, uh, Dennis. Hopefully, you hear me. Um, first question: Besides the Cleveland Browns, which three franchises have never made it to the Super Bowl? Never even made it. There's only four franchises. The Browns are one of them, and there are three others. Uh, initial thought was the Ravens, but they've made it because they're like pretty new. Ravens have won. Joe Flacco. Elite. Elite. <laughs> are, are the Jags one of them? Yep. There's a there's a good pick. There we go. Keep it going. Someone else in their division. 
Here's a little hint. Incorrect. And they lost to they lost to the Broncos twenty fifteen. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I guess they did. All right. Is that is that the end or are we'll, you... we'll give you one more guess. We'll, we do we do partial credit here. We're you know we're fan, we're it, men of the people. Anything to do you like yet? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and we're not counting like changing name teams, are we? No, no, not like the commanders. You know, we can't, can't do the commanders. Las Vegas Raiders? Correct. No, they, uh, they've uh, done. Uh, have the Texans ever been in? No, they have not. There All you right. go. All right. Two out of three. The team you were missing was the Detroit Lions have never made it. Oh, I'm, I'm a huge Detroit fan, so I, everyone knows that. I, that I couldn't have even said that. Yeah, that would have hurt your heart. Fair enough. All right. <laughs> Moving onward. Um. So this is a Super Bowl that's weird in that the last several we've had, Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, or Peyton Manning uh, quarterbacking one of the teams. This year we do not have that. Uh, but, but there's been a streak that goes back to 2013. Um, can you name in 2013 who played in that Super Bowl? Um, and, you know, what was the outcome? Graduating eighth grade, so then like going to freshman year of high school. No, it sounds like I think you're a little off there. Though. I think you're like, I think you're like a sophomore. You graduated Ignatius in what 2016? So, so 20, what 2013 would have been my, my freshman year, right? Freshman year, yeah. yeah, yeah, like midway through your freshman year. Sophomore, you're right, you're right. No, you're right. Okay. I don't know. That's okay. So was that was that Ravens 49ers? Hey. Yep. Who won it? Okay. And what was the question again? Who who won that Super Bowl? That was the Ravens because it was Kaepernick's and it was the power outage at halftime or in the second quarter. Yep. Wow. Yep. There you go. Ding ding ding. Next question, right. Zange. So we got like one and two. He's got one point six. Yeah, Wade Key stumped us. We we had a we he was our fact checker. We were thinking it was Aaron Rodgers over the Steelers, but that was two years earlier. And uh, yeah, so we we screwed up, and Kwad proved us wrong. So some some podcast hosts we are. Right. Um, yeah. You can... Yep. All right. Number three, last defensive player to win a Super Bowl MVP. Super Bowl MVP. My initial thought is whoever had the pick against the Seahawks. I was thinking that too. But by that answer, I'm going to say that's not the quit, not the answer. So thanks for the spoon's edge. Little hint there. Yeah. It's getting late. I'm getting a little lazy with my words. Um, you brought up the Super Bowl earlier that it was in. In a weird way, you did. He said it really quickly. Was there like a D line that had the MVP? Did they have the entire D line? Not no. to my knowledge. That's right. You must have been on some crazy drugs and painkillers that night. I don't know. All right. You have another guess? One, one, you got you to gotta make a guess. 
official guess would be I wish I could do the Jeopardy timer. If I could edit that in, I'd be a great podcast. Those are my two guesses. If I actually had guesses, you guys gonna help me out? Um, all right, he's. He, I'll give you a hint, and you're you're only getting half credit if I give you the hint, though. All right, all right, I'll take it. He's he's playing in this Super Bowl. Super Bowl. So he's playing in this game this year, and he won it in the past. The Rams that are going to Super Bowl, correct? Correct. He was on a different team at the he time. He was on a different team. They beat the Panthers. That you know, you guessed the Panthers had never been. 2015. So it was it had to be the Broncos. Mm-hmm. It was in their Hall of Fame caliber. Oh, Von Miller. Yeah, there you oh. go. Okay. All right. We'll give you point three for that. Okay. Really, so, so so you need this last question, I think, to tie KWOD. To tie KWOD, yep. And then we'll get you guys back on later for a for a showdown or something. A rubber match, yep. Yeah. Put you put you on at the same time and we'll do like we'll time it. <laughs> All right, but he's gotta get this he, he's gotta get this question right. What'd you say, Dennis? I said I'll take a chili dog eating contest against KWOD. Okay, fair enough. All right, we'll dive into that after this last question. Um all right. Bill Belichick has the most Super Bowl rings of all time with six. Who is second? Uh, he had four, and he is no longer an active coach. Bill Cowher? Bill Cowher, incorrect. And a lot of people were thinking Cowher, and, you know, I get it because he was a good coach. Won. He got one Super Bowl. Did he not win a second? He only won the one. He won one. Okay. Yeah, that's what everyone's thinking because Tomlin got one as well. Um, but it was this other guy, Chuck Knoll, had four for the Steelers. Um, and then two guys are three. Hey, yep. So, All right. Well, yeah. All right. I mean, I was, I'll give myself credit for that. I mean, even if it doesn't for points, I'll, I'll take some credit for that. Yep. It, you know what? It was a gentleman's effort out of you, Dennis. We'd expect nothing less, but, uh, you know, second place for you. Oh, I'll, I'll take that. And the second place, and He's a fierce competitor. I'll give him that. He deserves it. He's got nothing better than you right now. Wow. Shots fired. Love it. Okie doke. Well, Dennis, appreciate you playing trivia. Uh, I will let you share a little bit because Frank and I normally end our episodes of what do we got coming up in our lives and, you know, what's going on, what's what's next. You know, we're going to be watching the Super Bowl and eating some food, uh, but I will probably be still recovering from my stomach antics on Saturday uh, due to winning the Sacco or, you know, losing the Sacco Bowl in our fantasy football league. Uh, so if you want to if you want to share what that challenge is, I'm going to be eating a ton of chili dogs. So end of say, podcast listeners, your co-host, Zane, James Edikowski, will be attempting to break the uh, – what was the, what's the restaurant's name? The Roast Grill. The Roast Grill the in downtown Roast. Raleigh. Historic, historic little old old hot dog diner spot. So the challenge is a chili dog eating challenge. And unlike a lot of the food challenges where they have a set number, it's really just the the amount, the, really the, the champion 
sets the limit. So right now the champion is at 27 chili dogs. And as Sedge's first, um, you know, his first attempt at a food challenge, he needs to beat the 27 mark for chili dogs. And these are, these are loaded dogs. They're buns, buns, brats, chili cheese, the whole, the whole nine yards. Um, and he's got to beat 27, which is, you know, nearly impossible. And I know you, you said you've been train, training James. Um, you know, it, it's not an easy task. And I would love to hear your thoughts going in, going into Saturday's event. Yeah, I, I had a full DiGiorno pizza tonight in about 20 minutes. Uh, chugged, chugged a lot of water right after. Uh, was, you know, put in whatever that is, like 1,800 calories. <laughs> Tried to run off some of it earlier. Um, yeah, I'm probably not going to break 27. My goal is to beat the women's record of 13. Uh, so you, you get an hour, <laughs> you get an hour to eat as many as you can. And okay. I was wondering the time, the time limit. There you go. Yeah, You get an hour, but there comes a point where your stomach does get full within that hour. Like, and I'm not going to throw up. This is a fine establishment. Like I will, I'm going to try to do this like with some integrity and beat the women's record. You're in- Doesn't want it bad enough. Yeah, I mean, going in thinking you can't do it is definitely not the right mindset. I think you got to go in with like at least like a glimmer of of hope. Like you know, this is this is my time. Maybe I'll step up. Right, right. But Sedge, tell uh, tell the tell the listeners what kind of the, the benchmarks are. Yeah, so if I do break the women's record, um, you know, the the basically the sack of punishment is that I have to complete a challenge. You know, I. This one, if let's say I don't get to the 27, I, I fail and then I have to go do another one. And there's a couple <laughs> others that the league picked around the Raleigh area for me to try out. Um, if it gets down to number five, I will be doing the me versus Nuggets challenge uh, for the Cavaliers Nuggets game in mid-March. Um, that one I feel pretty good about. I, I had 20 McNuggets this past weekend just to see what that would be all about. I, I think I could do, you know, the Cavs defense is playing better this year. Um, I think I could do like 100. But yeah, so it's it's the chili dogs first, and then a couple other assorted challenges. Um, I feel pretty good about you know seeing where my uh, like I want to get. I I do want to get twenty seven, but I've seen what the guy looks like that did it. I don't look anything like him. I'm some gonna, kid that isn't going to get there. You're going to have to do a challenge every week to if the Nuggets is going to be your fifth in mid March. Yeah, well, we'll see. If I if I break if I break seventeen, I get to knock off one of the challenges. So I do want to break 17 because that's like what the man versus food guy got back like 10 years ago there or something I like really that. I really think you're going to get like, Dennis, what do you think he eats? I think he eats eight. I think chili dogs, I think you kind of get like three or four down like right off the bat before you're like, oh crap, like you know, these are some pretty meaty chili dogs. Yeah. I think he can force down. And I honestly think he'll get 13. I think he'll beat the women's record. I think he, he's had enough pride and enough, you know, self-esteem to back it up where he does get 13. And what is the incentive for 13? Yeah, that I would be allowed to pick my next challenge of I can switch the order. And we got, we'll got we talk offline about this. I don't want to – the pay-to-play <laughs> listeners like me, they don't care that much. They want our hard-hitting picks and analysis. But I will, great I will sack be going – I will be going Instagram live at some point that day, just telling people I suck at fantasy football and I'm attempting the challenge. So, that. So whenever you do attempt it, I want to be, you know, putting my whole damn paws just watching you kind of attempt that 
Olympics. It's, it's been a long time coming. I know the, uh, the, the Ohio chat has been dying to see you do it. As long, and I'm sure the podcast listeners are also dying to see you endure some you, you bet. I, I feel gassy already just thinking about it. Um, so that's. Yeah. You're supposed to do a max out meal about 20 hours before the competition. So Friday night, I will be eating until I can eat no further. And then I have eight hot dogs and buns at home, like that I'm going to do eight and I'll make myself a couple just to, you know, get in the rhythm of hot dogs. But also, get the rhythm. You would, you would think that. But I'm also going to do a lot of fruits and vegetables, like because I guess the water in them, uh, it's better because your body passes them quicker a little bit. They expand the stomach, but they also pass through quicker. So that'll allow more room come Saturday, you know, early afternoon. There, there's some science behind it. I'll, I'll send you an article. But um, this time, this time, no, this time last year, we had professional leader Nick Weary on the show, and he's talked to us about competitions, how to do it. I have not reached out. If the first one goes very poorly, I may be reaching out to get some assistance so I don't have to go through all five. So I would like to say that, oh, I would love to see what try to attempt all five. I am pulling for you hard. I think that would be incredible. Love to see that happen. 28. Through all five challenges that we have selected. And I think in the show, in general, like, zone sense right there my my girlfriend will love it two days before valentine's day you know it should be great on the digestive system exactly all righty well dennis thank you for your insights uh playing in our super bowl trivia on you know late notice but we're nearing midnight here and i think we're going to wrap up the episode and we'll let you get back to your regularly scheduled wednesday night activities wagers on and I need your advice to kind of how to start the events don't don't you worry we've got that for you in the markets and in and the sports book so we should be able to one-stop shop here at the pay-to-play pod that's why we love you guys appreciate you guys thanks for having me see you Dennis Have see you Dennis night. thank you so much man all righty well Frank I think we've kept the listeners on long enough if you're still listening Boy, you guys, you have a problem that you should, you know. <laughs> no, they don't. We appreciate you guys so much if you're actually listening to us. Um, we're just having fun talking to each other. We we get, yeah. we, I mean, we haven't caught up with each other in a little bit, so it's just it's just good messing around, talking with those guys too. Um, but yeah, do we want to let people go? Do we want to do a, a quick? I don't even think we should do the market. No, I mean we we did the market. We talked a little bit. We said the interest rates are coming. There's inflation. Um, there was a sell-off. We're starting to see a little comeback. That's all you need to know right now. If you want to buy back in, do so cautiously. You know? Yeah, the the S and P's five percent off its all-time high, so it's it's things are pretty good all all together. But um, I don't know. Yeah, things could you know start going nuts as as the year goes on and as interest rates rise. So you know, be patient as you deploy capital, but just you know, keep a long-term optimistic view. That's that's what I gotta say. Wow, fantastic. Keep an optimistic view long-term. And how about short-term? Let's get some winners this weekend for the Super Bowl. We gave you all our insights. Let's let you guys go. And 
Uh, enjoy your Super Bowl Sunday. Stay safe. Uh, we'd love to have you back listening to us um, when we do another episode. I'm not going to give you a date right now because Lord knows we might not live up to it. But we'd love to get one out before NBA All-Star Weekend in Cleveland as well. So until then, stay safe, pick some winners, and uh, you know, have a, a fun-filled Super Bowl weekend. All right, talk to you guys later. Thanks, guys. See ya.